Hey guys, it's Jason Desmond and this is the Jantan Collective. We are all about helping our fellow men be better versions of themselves. Now, times are tough to say the least and you may have a full-time day job, but it's always important to have, you know, a second income, a side hustle if you will, or as what Donald Trump might call it, a kung flu hustle. It might be for you to make ends meet, maybe get your uh, avocado toast, everybody has a different deal, right? But what's up with that? To have a discussion about this, because she's all about hustling, we have the incomparable, the irrepressible, the incredible Joanne Come. Hey! How are you? I'm good, and I love all the three eyes that you have given to my title before my name. Because I think Steve Jobs would be very proud of me, because you might be the next great invention. Eye <laughs> something, right? So, how are you? I'm good. It's a little bit hot this afternoon, but otherwise... No, it's, it got hot only because you got into our studio. I know. I had to walk across to come here. Yeah. How, that's that's like... a lot of effort for me. <laughs> how have things been, actually? Because it's... It's COVID. It's it's our MCO. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's not relaxed MCO. What's it called? Um, recovery MCO. Things are starting to get back into some semblance of normalcy already. Mm-hmm. Is um, work back to some kind of normalcy as well? Uh, actually, yes. In the last two weeks, it's picked up tremendously. Uh, and what's nice, I think whatever that we have set aside during MCO, like during MCO, everybody was doing Facebook Live. You know, we were out did there. Of course I did. Yeah. Um, I, what do you call this? We did uh, this show called The Chart Fun Show. All right. I think we are the only show that had three diverse genders in the show. And we talk about things that other comedians or other MCs would not talk about but of course not disclaiming your jantan show what do you mean diverse gender okay well you have me who's like almost everything I'm like a trisexual like I'll sleep with anything okay not as part of my joke but uh, we also have BB Capo which is a drag queen so mm. she's a drag queen and then we have Stephen Bones everything he's right. the voice that does all the parody from Mama King to, yeah, yeah. to Mulan to whatever uh, but he comes across as the most vanilla of the group. Right. And of course, uh, if you combine my experience and BB's experience, we have a whole world of different experience that he has had. So, like, we interview uh, a lot of different influencers and, of course, uh, talent, but also we also interviewed Miss Transsexual International. Uh, which is one of my divas. So she won that title in Australia a couple of years ago. And he was allowed to ask all the questions that she's been wanting to ask to a trans woman. You right. know? It's not like, okay, let's say, for example, if you are uh, curious and if, RuPaul, if RuPaul is there, you can't go up to her, hey, RuPaul. Yeah, yeah. You get, or you get what I mean? Yeah. Oh, why do you decide to have that chop? You yeah. know? I mean, does, you know, like, like, why can't you just dress as a well maybe RuPaul is not the best because Ru- RuPaul still is has his attachment attached okay. you know but what Stephen wanted to know like what make a man so uh, disturbed or so unfulfilled you know in order to be the real person that he's always wanted to be that you would go for that all right. and that's something which no one has talked about so for that show alone we had uh, in fact, a lot of viewers and then comments from even Sean Ghazi and all that later on because it's not something 
that you could possibly bring to an astro radio station. I wonder why you brought that up. But <laughs> <laughs> so what else have you been doing? I mean, that one wasn't to make money. No, you... that one wasn't to make money. Yeah, I, I'm just trying to figure out how you've been, like, making money. Okay. Because you have no shows. Right? Yep, for the last three months there was no show, and then I decided to cook roast pork. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that it was gonna be that. Uh, what do you call this? How would I say that it was gonna go blow up so big? I mean, I knew that the food thing wasn't going to be a substitute. If anything, it'll be an add-on, right? But you couldn't do shows. The FB lives were not making money, you know. Uh, so I decided to because I'm very I'm a, I'm actually a very good cook but I don't cook every time I cook like during Christmas Chinese New Year and all and my roast pork has been a crowd favorite I mean for the longest time and I found this new recipe to make the skin even crispier so I decided okay let's just try out for a week and I knew I wanted to just do Saturday Sundays because if not you know, Monday to Friday, you, you literally have no life. You're in the kitchen and just doing right. cooking. And the first week was sold out because my limit is 10 per week. I keep it very exclusive. And first week was sold out by, of course, friends supported. Then the friends shared. And then there were other friends who are friends and fans la, who maybe have not known me for the longest time. You know, it could be someone like you. Right, right? Right. Like, okay, I, I want to support you. I'll buy one kg, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, and then it went on. So this is the fourth week and it's still sold out. Because now Malay Mail has uh, featured it. <laughs> so when Malay Mail has featured it, it got someone shared it in the food group. I didn't even want to share it in the food group because... I didn't want to handle volume, right? Right. But, yeah. And then the independent Singapore, okay, also shared it. So I was like, okay. It's been four weeks and I must say, it is, I wouldn't say easy, but it is, there's no nonsense. They want it, they pay for it, they buy it, one week you get this amount. You know, it's right. not like, can we have your invoice? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my company takes two weeks. Uh, my CEO isn't here to sign this the is check. Cash it's cash. Yeah, it's cash. It's like it's like. Bef- bef- so it's making oh, yeah. you good money, though. It's making me enough money for me to bring my daughter out for a nice lobsters and steak. Serious? Dinner. Yes. So more money than all the shows. Okay, I didn't want to say this, but my come online show was very successful. Yeah. That one we had about sixty people paying. Uh, but it was only thirty ringgit ahead and of course you have to give a certain percentage percentage to the ticket so when we calculated everything then i told the other two i said hey my roast pork one month like this I get, Serious? I get more money from my roast pork in a week sorry not even in a month in a week less stressful because we were talking about your show at one point I, we were having lunch one time Mm-mm. and then you were saying like there's a lot going on and then you're doing this show and then mm-hmm. you were very very crazy busy You'd be surprised I'm getting into that mode now. I'm going to be shooting an international TV series season two. <laughs> that has, has Western... Influence. Yeah. yeah, so I won't be here from August to maybe November. And if it gets delayed, it will hit December. So, uh, yeah, so that's half of my year gone, which is great, you know. But also, right now, a lot of uh, things are picking up. Right. You know, I'm doing more. 
I'm doing more FB live shows for clients. Okay. You know, like the clients will get me to interview their product and all that, and it's a job. Uh, I've just finished a virtual online event, also a job. Yeah. And then uh, there's another one that wants me to do like something with my roast pork and oh, I really? yeah, like like an event where they serve my dish and then. I don't know. Is I it for a TV network or is it for a uh, for for an event for event for right. a special members club. Okay. Uh, so that that one I think will hit end of this month or first week of August, and after that I'm ship off. You know, if anything, yeah, if anything, I'll be back here December. But I'm already planning next so you, year. You, everything else for the, until the end of the year, you're you're good. You're super busy. Yeah, I can't take anything on until yeah. after the shoot is done. I ask only because of this. When people look at us, our lives and everything, it seems like it's a great life, and uh, all we do is like in my case, they think I go on and do a show, talk for four hours, I go home and sleep, right? They think that you do a show, you don't have to prepare, you're just funny naturally, you yes, go on stage correct. and then you do it. But you do live shows still. Mm-hmm. You've been doing FB live stuff. Yes. You've been doing all this uh, virtual, um, virtual shows, virtual events. Mm-mm. You're gonna be shooting uh, season two of that of that international TV, TV series. <laughs> You do a lot of yes, stuff. Yes, yes. Wait until you hear what I'm doing next year. <laughs> so you've all even planned for that already. I right? always plan a year ahead. Yeah. In fact, this year's plan I have to push to next year, but now next year because this year has been pushed, so I need to ensure that certain quarters, I hit my production certain productions. Right. But I also want to do more, uh, online TV stuff. So the thing is. We like to call it the kung flu hustle okay. because it is hustling. Yeah, I've it's, been it's hustling hustle. since nineteen. Right? Yeah. I think what people need to know is, especially if you do a nine to five, yeah. and you know that you can do a nine to five, mm. you can tell that from six o'clock onwards, basically to whatever time it is, you can do other stuff. But people yeah, don't, and they've been they've been complaining. They've been saying a lot of stuff on uh, online on social media, like oh times are tough, COVID. I can't do this. I can't do that. And I get it. Some people are losing their jobs. Correct. I totally get it. But you gotta hustle, right? Yeah. You. you okay. So take for example my roast pork thing, my yeah. siu yolk, right? I mean, I've never done any food to sell. All right. But it was my go-to because I was like, you know what? Let's not be thick face about it. This is something that you have, uh, you know. Every time you bring for, for parties and goes, you know, yeah. it, it goes. It's like people like my friend pay me to like cook for his dinner party, right. you know. And he's like, no, I want this. So I'm like, okay, let's try it out. There's no harm. If anything, my friends will support me, right? Yeah. So the first week weekend, like I said, the first weekend were all friends. You know, everybody will support, and it's something which. People, people are not going to give you money just like that, and you can't just sit down and complain. Oh, you cannot do anything. Yeah, you yeah, cannot do yeah. anything. You got to hustle. You got to take. Okay, right now, live shows maybe for a while because at that time the two hundred fifty uh, packs for event haven't been announced, right? So you're also like, okay, is there ever going to be live shows in the next six months or what's happening? So everybody there, migrate. You know, everybody migrate. Yeah. Right. So people have, but of course, as Malaysians, we're a bit slow. So they migrated to online. So a lot of big companies and have actually studios now. They've created a studio in their building. 
green screen and yeah, all yeah. that within the last one two months. So they're having virtual events, right? So even if it's virtual events, they still need to go on because they need like their awards night and all that. The only difference is that actually they save a bit more because you don't have to go into a hotel, you don't have to pay for food and right. alcohol. Yeah. So basically, it's online. You need to get uh, what do you call this? Your videographers. You need to employ. People who can migrate. Yeah, it's a lot more work for you though. It's not like just going and do an event for like four hours and everything. Yeah, it's a full-on production though. Well, it? not for me because uh, when I go, they get me as a comedian or an MC. Right. So they have their own team. Right. They don't even call outside people, you know. So some companies who are able to to have a new department, a new digital they call it digital department. Right. So they start employing people. Of course, companies that do not have enough uh, team to have that digital segment will then get videographers and, and if you see online there are people offering their services for two to three camera work you know to shoot an online event for clients right so that's the next thing for us as performers well one thing's good you still need entertainment whether yep. you're going to have online you're going to have offline you still need like if the event is four hours you know, you don't want it to be boring. Just put in like a comedian or a singer. Right. You know, a comedian is easier because you don't have to get the band and everything. Right. Yeah. You know, so it's like twenty minutes of com and and online you don't need like three sets. Yeah. Like 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 songs or what like like music you know band yeah. and all that just like one set, and then okay it's it's more productive like go 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 whereas in actual events in hotel it can run. Yeah. How are you doing this? I mean, you have you have someone kind of being an agent for you. No, they could all call me direct. Yeah, but I mean, in the entire scale of everything that you're doing, how do you figure out what to do, who to talk to? You, how do you have that much? You don't have time on your hands. Yes, you make time. If it's something important, you make time. Okay, uh, I'll tell you something. For the longest time, I've been looking. In fact, the whole of last year, I was looking for a venue to do a pop-up show club. Right. I want to revive... Uh, it's like Boom Boom Room reunion show Really? For only one month okay. I do not want to be stuck in a club for one year uh, And owning a club, running yes, a club yeah, right. One month, every weekend Four weeks, a month That's the show And once the show finished, that's it So, right. so and, and something like a Boom Boom reunion show is perfect Because you're not targeting the ones that want to go clubbing To listen to DJ XYZ Right Because those are your kids I mean like uh, people like us, our age group, where do they go? Uh, Besides the cinema. Shows, if you like, like jazz, you go yeah. to. Okay, yeah. now no, no black, black no tie. No black tie finish already. That, yeah. No more already. Bobo. Yeah. Okay, but you see, not everybody wants to listen to one genre. So you go like, okay, so if there's a place with a show club that has that old boom boom feeling with some of the original like the host and all that but everyone else is new and you get the new singers the new influences to come in i can guarantee that four week is going to sell like that but there is no venue in kl that i could put it in every venue that i wanted to go in was okay the venue is there but there's no sound and light there's no stage there is no curtains it's like a bare venue I give you. I'm like, by the time right, you right. calculate everything, you know, I won't make so for Not the whole... Not even KLI. 
again you have to bring in everything right you have to they give you bare you know yeah that means tables chairs everything so so for the for one year i've been looking for space and i a lot of places when i go in i feel the vibe and i know it's not right and but there was one particular place that i really wanted which was central and which was uh i know that my 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 guests my audience will come not an issue and i didn't want to do it in a theater because i wanted the feel of drinks and right like a normal like a like show club right, yeah. like a show club right and this lady i've been trying to connect with her for about a year but i i don't know her direct but now through some miracle of the universe i just sat down talk to her and we set for next year so i think with that also i'm i'm one of those like i always feel like i have a lot but people don't know i can do so much like a lot of people just think of me only as a comedian correct right? yeah what how do you look at yourself i mean do you look at yourself as a businesswoman first who needs to do multiple projects and should that be how people approach their life right now because what are you i'm a, i'm a bank clerk and i you got no time for anything else after that got to take care of my kids and everything but yeah. that's not how you hustle nowadays right nah. so when you look at yourself what do you see an entrepreneur or businesswoman or comedian who does a lot of stuff i see a creator i do i'm i'll be very honest with you i'm not a business business like i can't do the calculations and right, all that right. but i know i can create good stuff and that's why that sells that sells and it's proven because i've produced shows that sell i've produced shows under other people's banner but i was the produce uh, part producer writer and basically create the whole production how right. how how it goes and all that uh direct as well as right so in a lot of sense i have all this multitudes of talent yep but because the people who has worked with me know i can do a lot but the general public let's say someone like you you think of me as like entertainer perhaps an entrepreneur and a like mother or single mom or yeah. something like that so there's no yeah. there's no uh how would i say there is no image of me to be like like instant cafe theater and all that you get what i mean yeah, yeah. but those who are in the industry know that all this different pocket of variety show has been helped by me yeah yeah cuz you can do it all yeah right so this is what we do what we can do in our industry right i mean we are just kind of used to hustling and i use it very loosely because i know a lot of people in our industry also who only does they only do one thing correct and then after that when that thing kind of fails then they're like what do i do now correct but we have the um liberty ability? and ability and also the freedom to pick and choose what we want to do because we know uh how uh what time we finish one particular project it's usually right. a project for 3 months or whatever mm-hmm. it is right but what about someone who does a 9 to 5 job how do they make extra money because right now times are tough man correct you know well honestly if you check facebook i think a lot of people who lost that 9 to 5 or even have the, that 9 to 5 segment stalled have gone into do other things right you know some have gone into uh sew bags uh sell their drawings food and drinks are the 
the fastest way I think a person could go into right. of course you need to ensure that your food is good yeah uh, there was a list where all entertainers and events people were on it that have started selling food and we are talking about people who own event companies right you know someone put it on the list and then of course my name was there okay and it had like singers uh, MCs event company owners I was like wow this guy's events is huge you know he and just, still he has to and still he's making cakes to yeah. sell of course gorgeous cakes right you know and I think the always the first thing you must ask yourself is why not yeah and I think a lot of people put barriers on themselves first. It's like, oh, uh, why don't you try baking? Cannot lah. I'm not a baker. I cannot do this. Then uh, what do you think? Uh, why don't you try cooking something? Yeah, my kitchen is so small. Yeah. You know, it's all these excuses. But if you need to survive, you need to survive. Yeah. You know, I've seen uh, guys who uh, all they do is uh, Zumba instructors. Right. You know, because they have no online show. And even if they do online, a lot of people were giving yoga, Zumba, dance, online, mm. fitness, all for free. Yeah. Right? Uh, in orders that after the MCO, you know, they'll go back for classes. But they've also started selling other things there's one guy that started selling like a tonic drink right apparently good for manhood really yes you seem to know a lot about these things but we're gonna no, dig because i'm on facebook right, right. So old, they're, they're all my friends yeah yeah but he's a zumba instructor yeah and of course COVID happened and you know so now he's and then the first week the bottles were all sold oh. do they sell only because of the novelty of it all that oh this guy used to do this now he's doing this and then people start buying but it, it's not like something continuous that they can do is it you think well it depends on how you look at it if it's something continuous that you think you can commit your time to why not if you want to give a break if let's say your other uh, events job or your instructor jobs come in then you slowly pull away you know it's 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 like you can do like okay once a month i'm making 50 batches you know within this week your right. orders and i'll make fresh yeah yeah you know? i know a lot of people who are like it, there's this uh, it's like a taboo i suppose or it's an image thing and they could be lawyers or accountants and everything and at times get tough for everybody right and then they don't want to do let's say cooking because what will people think of me yeah because, a lot right? a lot of times that yes then it's your face value yeah you know if that is i'm not saying that food is the only thing you can do other things yeah you know you can open up your company to shoot videos on food so that you know uh people who uh like restaurant locals who don't know how to go online you know they can engage your company so that you can shoot nice videos of your food that has happened uh, a lot of uh, mom and pop like hawker food they don't know how to go online so there are people's one thing which is nice is you'll be amazed people have started coming out to help people who don't know how to migrate to the digital platform right you know and i've been seeing it it's yeah, like, I, th I think that's a big fear for a lot of especially if you're slightly older yes and you're not as uh, savvy you know, with Correct. Instagram and stuff mm -mm. like this. So that's why there are some people like, okay, uh, there's this guy who used to work in radio. Uh, well, our station anyway. 
uh, and I think he was doing marketing in another company. But now what he does is he sells duck, and and for not he doesn't make them. He's like he stays in Shah Alam, and there is a, a duck. Okay, do I know this person? I think maybe you do. Okay. And then he sells duck, and because it's and then he tries and invent other things. He's like he does duck varval now. Right, right, right. Because he, I say, how come this duck varval came about? Then he says, oh, that because not everybody want to you know buy half a roast duck. Or, so this is an extra. But it's it's interesting because he's helping this other. Couple, old couple, right. you know, old lady who don't even know how to go to Facebook, but he's the one promoting there. So you see people coming together to help, and I think that's a beautiful culture. If anything, this pandemic has taught us to be human again. Yeah, you know. Helping so it, yeah. yeah, so if you can't cook, help those who who can. You know. Yeah. Uh, and actually, speaking about this, uh, like how you can. Help each other out, right? I remember um, there's this girl Par- Parvita Pavitra. Mm-hmm. She I can't remember what she did, but she was from from Ipoh. Then she mm-hmm. started cooking, and then she started taking videos. And she had no idea how to take videos, how to edit, and everything. Next thing you know, she's like this YouTube star. Are we talking about the one that has blown up? <laughs> yes, explosively in Ipoh. Then uh, the prime minister sent her like so, uh, uh, Sugu, Sugu, Sugu. Yeah, Sugu, Sugu Pavitra, right? Yes. Yeah, so a lot of people think. If I do this, but I don't know how to use the internet and I don't know how to promote myself and everything, mm-hmm. isn't that more of an excuse? It's it's you can get people to help or teach you how to do stuff. Like yes, this, right? you can. Uh, all you need is a friend who can show you how to go online. And honestly, I will tell you, I'm not as hardworking as them. They put on videos every day. Yeah. You know, I put on videos once a week, and I'm being scolded by my social media. Friends like no, you know, three a week, three. But three it helps, day. doesn't it? Social media. It helps. It helps, but also, uh, again, it's how you play with the algorithms, you know. So I've been lucky enough to get uh, quite a bit of followers. So you just have to keep doing interesting things to get them to kind of like highlight you, lah. Yeah, like this Sugu Pavitra, right? Mm. The her side hustle which was the cooking and then doing YouTube on the side once in a while see whether people like it work, work. it worked and then it became her main thing alright right and then she her husband quit the job and everything in your case mm-hmm. would you ever just do uh, the popo well, crack if it gets that high you already said one week right one week correct work, that's right? why I'm still doing it uh, yeah. you're right uh, what do you call it if it gets that much like if because she has gone like YouTube crazy, right? Yeah. I haven't put my 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 thing on YouTube yet, but yeah, someone suggested after that this is gonna way. go on, man. You yeah. Know? Uh, uh, so if it goes, you know, there is always avenues for expansion, mm. and if it's going to expand into, let's say, uh, I'm saying it now. Let's say if let's say Popo's crack become an a, a stall like to sell that on its own in perhaps like a supermarket or something and if that expands into that I'm not gonna say no yeah. it's still extra income like Tony did his hot dog thing for a while yeah right and, and they're still doing it but of course uh, going into fairs lah. yeah so for the three months of course they weren't going into fair because there is no fair yeah, no fairs, yeah. but now the fairs are coming back yeah yeah and it's consistent to a point that uh, there are sometimes that they run three 
fairs right. at the same time. So it's just getting the people to like disseminate. So it's a mindset thing for people. If you want to do this, if you want to do it, do it. I mean, like of course, like say for example, like right now, I'm the one stopping and say ten a week. Yeah. Any more than ten or there are requests. There are requests, and I push them to next week. Right. Because for me, it's always nice to announce that it's sold out this week to mm. get them excited right. than to do twenty five. See, you think about stuff like this, though. Of course. Not because you're you're a businesswoman, you're an entrepreneur, and you're you're everything has something to do with theatrics. Yeah. Right. I mean, you announce sold out this week. Yeah. But the sold out is just ten, ah. Uh, But in people's minds, like, oh my god, it's so good, it's sold out. So I, I need to pre-book this for next week. But actually, I'm just doing ten. Yeah, but I just don't want to do any more. I right? just don't want to do more than ten. Because tiring. No, well, my oven is also smaller. Right, right. <laughs> but I think one thing also is doing a lot, hustling. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Doing your main job, whether it's a nine to five or whether you you want to do extra, whether you want to cook, whether you want to uh, make, I don't know. Sell scarves. Yeah, make it, it bags. is. It is tiring, regardless. Of course, it is. You work long hours, mm-hmm. but the re- the rewards are. Yes, you need to. I think you need to be honest with yourself. What's more important, your face value, or the fact that you can earn X amount yep. on a weekly basis? Yeah, don't have all these pipe dreams and say, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna blow up and it's gonna be great." Yeah, you need to also be realistic. You know. Uh, sometimes, okay. Uh, like like I have a friend whose food is even more amazing than me, but her Instagram is not that uh, huge, and also her plating is a little bit uh, mechanical. Right. But it tastes very good, clinical. Though. Right. Uh, but it's not like wow. You look at the video, you look at the picture, and like I want. Right. So we had this conversation with her, me and uh, another acquaintance. Uh, because he was in the food industry as right. well, and then they were all talking about my roast pork, and then I kind of give her advice. I say, look, you cannot do it like this, da 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 da, da. and color is very important. But I guess this is only because I come from a background of show business. Yes. So in show business, we hype and we sell. We don't tell you what's, you know, really there. Yeah. You know, of course, the main thing is the food. The The core thing needs to be good. Like I can sell myself as the best female comic in Malaysia, but if people come and my joke sucks, yeah. that's not going Correct, to. Yeah. That's overpromising. Yes, right, overpromising. Right. That title will not fit. Right. You know. Yeah. So you need to ensure your product is good. So once your product is good, how do you manifest this into a brand that everyone knows? Like even this Malaysian queen of comedy, it wasn't even me that gave it. It was one article. Yeah. You know, an article, and I'm like, and it's stuck though. And it's stuck. I'm like, you know what? Bloody hell! Let's just use this. <laughs> you know, and then and then it becomes it just grow and grow and grow and yeah. grow. So, so from one article, all of a sudden, it became like, okay, this is my title. Like Harry Fats is Godfather of Comedy. Then I have my Malaysian Queen of Comedy. Right. And Douglas is a Chinese guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just some generic Chinese dude. <laughs> No, but it's it's like that. People like to label things. Yeah, yeah. Everyone like to label things. So, so you be smart about labeling your stuff, lah. Yeah. You know. So, put a little bit of theatrics. Think about how you, if your food, if whatever it is that you're doing is good already, but think about the the marketing side of the jargon, right? But think about how, how you're gonna sell even Correct. more. But 
no two ways about it. It is tiring. It is tiring. Of and course, and you need it. to kind of, uh, kind of uh, push yourself a bit more. Well, How do, what motivates you though? Money. Uh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. That that come out so fast. But it's, it's the truth, <laughs> right? At the end of the day. So fast. Yes, I like money, but I don't like it enough to sell my soul. Right. But yeah. No, but uh, what do you think of people who always go like some? And I've interviewed. So many artists and so many people who do like food and chefs or whatever. So why do you do this? It's because of the art, right? What do you think of people who say that? Because money is important. Of course. Right. I think when they say, well, you need to be true to your art, of course. But I think eventually it always comes down to money. If yeah. your art can't sell money, what's the point? Yeah. And this time has shown that how important money is as well. Because if you didn't have extra money. How you are you gonna keep your passion alive? Yeah, that's another thing actually. Like yeah. if you're gonna tell someone who does a nine to five, who is what's that term? Uh, the guys pagi makan pagi that that kind mm-hmm. of like you, you live day to day, right? You live day to day. For people in the entertainment line, we kind of don't know when or yes. where our next paycheck is coming from because it's everything is up in the air. If you yeah. get events, then you have your paycheck. Uh, it would be nice right now to be in a. Uh, what do you call it? Salary-based work. I know some entertainers. I thought it would be good, though. I yeah. did that for a while. Yeah, but but in times like that, that's good. That's true. Yeah, but how many places are employing creative directors who are entertainers? Yeah. They all want. Oh, you need to be in, uh, O N G or whatever. I was a celebrity manager. Remember? Yeah, oh, correct. <laughs> so I was like quite. Uh, happy to have that job. That title, right? That was quite interesting. But celebrity it was manager. Okay. Only up to a certain point, I was okay with that, right? But I, at there's no really no two ways okay. about it. I if if money. if you really wanted to push for your passion, I know that would not be the job that you are taking yeah. because you, I think you like me have a lot of ideas and a lot of uh, personal directions yeah. that you're very proud of, you know. So it got to a, it can get to a point like okay if you don't listen to me and my way is not your way, we kind of feel like because it takes a while to just sit back and like okay fine you don't like my ideas let's go with yours even though I think yours is crap and it's not gonna make fun but yeah why not yeah. you know so it takes a lot to like just keep quiet and like okay I'm just gonna that's be, the corporate life yeah right? be happy with you know let's yeah. do this and let's. Suck whoever that I'm supposed to suck just to ensure that I have a job. Right, yeah. but savings though. I uh, think yeah. I think that's another thing and, that and, people and, don't and think savings, about. But also, you need to play the game. I mean, in bigger corporations, there will always be politics. Politics changes, and you need to see where you can abide to those politics. Honestly, even in radio, even when I was in radio, it was so political. Yeah, and we were all just radio announcers, yeah. you know. Yeah. But I had to play my politics, you know. I'm sure you had to do yours too. Twenty years of doing this, there yeah. has been a lot of like, look at like knives all over my back. Correct. But you but take you, it with a you, smile. You take, and it, you take it with a smile. When I was in Capital and Red as well, it was, yeah, the things that go on behind. I'm sure. I mean, if it comes out, it'll be a very interesting series. But you're right; you play the game. You play the game because that two years of that amount, yeah, 
Okay, it's enough to set you back your EPF and you're like, yeah, I can. Yeah, you, and you not only do yeah. you pay the bills and then you can go back to your passion and then say, I'm going to muck around for another two years because I have this mm. buffer. Correct, right? correct. But a lot of people don't think that way though. A lot, of, I know for a fact, a lot of nine to fivers, it's like, I have a job, it's great, it's going to pay me for the rest of my life until I retire and yeah. then I'm going to have like 12 yeah. kids. Because that's their plan. Yeah. Because, okay, no, I don't want to say normal people, but nine to five, those who work the runt, okay, uh, they're not creative. I think that's the reason why we all stand out. People yeah. who are performers, directors, script writers, you know, they could easily take a nine to five job. Yeah. And I think a lot of them finally do. You know, I just met one of the clients who used to be in a boy band, a boy band that which our era would. Right, right, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. You get what I mean? One of those singers are like, oh, you're from that group? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but now you're in this bank. Yeah. You get what I mean? Yeah. And then there's another that I met as well who was marketing director, but he used to be from a famous uh, family, singing group family, right, right. you know? I think Solianos or whatever. Right, right, yeah. You know? But he's that. So, yeah. so there are ways that, you know, creative people can go. And even if they go, you, the only thing that perhaps you will give up is your need to be on stage. And yeah. I think with performers, actors, and entertainers, when we are on stage, that's when we are alive. Yeah. Or when we are on the microphone yeah. or what. That's when we are alive. So if you do take a nine to five job, then that is what you have to give up. Correct. I tried. I was. Uh, GM for uh, eyebrow studio. Really? And I was, yeah, a couple of years ago, uh, under Spar Esprit, uh, right. Brow House. I opened it. Right, right. After about a year, uh, after six months, it's, it's, it's kind of silly because I wanted to give up entertainment. I was like, okay, let's do this. Yeah. But the minute it's time I to grow up, sign, you know, yeah, yeah, time to grow up. Let's right. say, get EPF, you yeah. know, salary come in on the 26 every month. Yeah. And plus, I have like you know, uh, yeah, other things which they allow me to to have as well. But at that time, all of a sudden, three months into that job, everything started coming. My corporate. Then I had a client that wanted to book this whole production for December. I was like, and then, "What do you do?" Uh, come in your face too. All right. Uh, but the one for one condom. All right. For when they launch it. So they bought the whole show. Right. It's not like, let's get you for an event. It's like, I'm buy your whole production okay, yeah, yeah. for one week show in a theater, which is like for producers, it's like, are you kidding me? Which means I don't have to worry about, you know, uh, ticketing. Yeah. You know, because they bought the whole show, but right. of course the tickets go to them. Yeah. It's like, how not to do? Yeah. You know, and I think with performance, it's always that. So it comes to a point where, is it going to be that? Is it gonna be that? So it came to it's a point, this, yeah. Right? It's, it came to a point lah whether this is gonna be this or that. But I remember that time I was at my lowest low because because I was so new to like doing beauty and all that. And when I was doing spa esprit, I remember every night I was crying because things were not happening. I couldn't get this done, that done. Not because of anything, but because of you know certain situations that were beyond right, right. my capabilities. You know, and and that was it. After six months, I told uh, they said, "Oh, 
it doesn't look like it's working because they spot check ma. Right. They spot check me and they're like, hey, you're still doing shows, you know. Yeah. Then I'm like, okay, never mind. I thought you said they let you do shows. They let me do shows, but after a while, they like there were other things yeah, yeah. that they needed to hit. My right. targets need to be hit. Right. And I was working like like uh nine to five salon. Then after that five o'clock, I rushed to like my job. Right. Right. Yeah. So it was try tiring. I know how to feel yeah, because I remember tiring. doing a breakfast show on radio. Yeah. Then after that, I I rushed over to do a production job with uh, with some of the guys I'm working right now here, mm-hmm. and then after that, I had another thing to do as well. So I'm like, I'm constantly tired. Right. And then people go, Why are you so tired? I'm like, It's like uh, yo. Are you kidding me? No? Actually, when I was capital, when I was in capital in the morning show, I remember we still took jobs, corporate, but some of the corporates were in Penang and Ipoh. So I remember there was one night, one okay. So what happened was after. After finish 10 a.m., the van will come pick me up at 12. Take all my girls. Of course, I have an uh, assistant as well. We drive to Penang, did the show, then sleep. We didn't sleep overnight. The van would drive us back. Sleep in the car. Sleep in the car. I got in at four. I bathed. I went out. I was in capital by 5:30. Right. Yeah. That's a hustle, man. Yeah. That's what you got to do. Ah. Uh, And then people ask, how come you can? Uh, maintain your uh, keep paying for your house and doing this and doing that. I'm not saying I'm not saying that this is how everybody should do it, but that's how some people do it, and maybe that might be how that you wanna um, supplement your income as well. Because nine to five is I understand nine to five sometimes it's you're waiting for bonus and everything, mm-hmm. you know. Well, there are a big pool that is comfortable with nine to five. Yeah, you know, I'm not saying that. Everybody should go out and hustle. I mean, yeah. there's some people who are just, you know, content. Yeah, and also nine to five is not easy. So yeah. I I really respect nine to fivers. They can take the kind of corporate um, bullshit sometimes. You know, they have to like just take it in. Yeah. But you see, those are people who want to live contently, and there's nothing wrong. Yeah. But of course, there are others who would like. Okay, I want to do something else. What can I do? Yeah. You know, and I think if you're already thinking that way, then you look within yourself and see, okay, what is the next best thing that I'm good at, that I think I can sell to, uh, what do you call it, the public. Right. And it could be as easy as teaching people how to, you know, talk properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the thing, now, no? Yes, I know. Yeah. Like, like I'm teaching humor for yeah. presenters, yeah. you know, and I have friends who are like, hey, can I give you some of my friend? Ah, they are MC, but they like, like they're not funny. In my mind, was that like, you can't teach someone to you can't teach funny. You ta- you can't teach comedy. Yeah, but you can teach them how to inject a bit of humor. Yeah, into their uh, what do you call this presentation, which yeah. I did uh, the last two weeks. So while I'm doing the Ross Park again, hustle, man. Every life and doing the online paid thirty ringgit show and did the comedy workshop. Actually, it was so funny because the comedy workshop for two weeks it was up there. No one bought in Pitix, and I was like, okay lah, hang lah. I don't have to do. And it's only two person bought it, and I was like, so what do you do? You just have to. Actually, for comedy workshops, it's easier for smaller. All right. Because okay. I. 
it's it's a lot more practical. It's just one to one kind of. Yeah, right. actually, it, it needs to be just more. I, I even even for big groups, it gets very hard because it gets stretched. Because I need to go one by one. Because right. everybody's humor is different. If you could um, give one or two final words on helping those who are kind of struggling right now, to some are trying to struggling to make ends meet. Correct. And then the whole point of getting here is because you do a lot of stuff, and I com- I totally respect that. How can they kind of and they, they do nine to fives and everything. How can they kind of use you as an example? Uh, I think first thing first, you have to stop saying I can't do it. I think you need to come out and say, okay, I want to do this. I can't do it now, but maybe in the future, I can do it. So when you say that, you're not stopping yourself from doing it. You're just telling yourself, okay, I really want to do this, but I can't do it now because too many things are, are in conflict with it. But let me put this aside. I will get to it maybe in six months' time. And also, don't second-guess yourself. I think a lot of people do that. It's like, okay, like like take my rose book for example. I know my rose book is good. I didn't know that it was going to sell out. I didn't know it was going to be picked up by Malay Mail. I didn't know it was going to be picked up by Independent Singapore, but I knew I needed to make money because we were three months into MCO. I wasn't earning from my Facebook Live. You know, my makeup is finishing. I can't even buy makeup from Sephora because it's so expensive. I'm going to buy God <laughs> Watson. You know what I mean? And I was like, I'm. I say, I I just need uh, the bills are coming. You know. So I did this, and and in my mind it wasn't even like oh I'm Joanne Kam. How can I tell people uh, I'm not making any money during MCO because events are no longer there? You know blah 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 blah. Because you have to be forward about it. You have to tell people hey, you know guess what? No events. So ah uh, I'm not making money. I'm not getting a salary from Astro. You know so what am I going to do? You know. Uh, this is the next question And l- like I said What this pandemic has done Is people has become A little bit more humane So people will help So if you don't know How to do things Or do the project That you want Ask for help There will be friends In the community That knows how to do it And you'll be surprised People now Are more willing To help Someone else in need If you just ask So I think The first important thing is Don't second guess yourself don't worry about your reputation or your thick skin. If you're actually honest, there'll be more people willing to actually partake and help you on for the next step. And I think if you abide by these golden rules in whatever project, whether it's selling fish, selling tudong, selling bracelet, hey, I like some friends have started selling handbags with, you know, names on it. You right, know? Yeah, and, yeah, and it's like yeah. it's work. It's like so cute, you know. So, don't say no. You never say no. Joanne Kam, this has been great. Please come back. We have lots to talk about again in your next, not 30 years. Though. Let's have a chat again in probably a year. Yes, right? next year. Thank you so much. And uh, for you, remember, keep hustling. Uh, Joanne's absolutely right. Times are tough. We don't know how much longer this is going to go on for. 
make second income, third income, why not do whatever it, you can to make uh, your ends meet or get your avocado toast if you want to. Now remember, if you have any issues that you want us to talk about, the email is right here and uh, we will get the best people to talk about it. We may argue about it, but we will have a very, very good discussion. Thanks for watching and uh, this is the Jagdan Collective. I am Jason Desmond. Joanne Kam, thank you so much. Thank you so much to you. <laughs>